The Behind the Wall podcast is presented by Dano Seasoning. Great cooks use real spices, and that's exactly what you'll get when you use Dano's. It's the best Dan seasoning on the market. Taste and see why we say you don't know till you Dano. Get some today at danoseasoning.com and use our code Behind the Wall at checkout. The most exciting sport in the world. NASCAR. NASCAR. It's not an opinion. It's fact. And we're fanatics. This is the Behind the Wall podcast. Brought to you by Behind the Wall Media. If it's race recaps, previews, driver news, results, schedules, and anything else NASCAR, we are your premier podcast. Flying by the seat of our pants. The Behind the Wall podcast with your host, Henry Hobbs, Josh Slate, Adam Thomas, and Jay Young. Goodbye, Olympics. Hello, NASCAR. We're back. It's another edition of the Behind the Wall podcast presented by Dano Seasoning. We got the original boys with us this week. Josh Slade, Jay Young. I'm Henry Hobbs. It's been a long time since we've chatted on the interwebs, fellas, but here we are. We're back. Good to talk to you all again. Yeah, it's been way too long. It's the Olympics were nice, but it's uh they're a thing of the Team past USA. now. Do what? Go USA, yeah. Team USA, uh, yeah. Most gold medals, most all around medals, most bronze, most silvers. It was awesome, dominating performance. Let's say my uh I guess my hot take or dark horse last week, uh, USA just completely dominating the Olympics was nice, but it's nice to have NASCAR back, Watkins Glens at the top of my list of favorite road courses, so cool to like see the return of Watkins Glen and how much it means to that community considering they didn't have a race last year and they're like the whole city just runs off racing so it's cool to see how much it meant to the uh, the area and like how pretty Watkins Glen is oh yeah I have to agree Watkins Glen is I think it's a top five track for me it's it's such a good road course it's iconic it races so darn well and uh it recently it just doesn't seem to have any I mean it just never fails to provide as a good race I'm just really big on Watkins Glen it really sucked that we didn't get to go there last year but this year made up for it I think how you guys feel yeah I, I agree it's it feels weird and honestly at the same time it doesn't feel like we missed last year like seeing the cars on the track felt like we had just seen them a year before however it was good to see you know, the cars at the best road course on the NASCAR circuit. It's 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 hard to beat. Actually, it's impossible to beat. No other road course is going to live up to Watkins Glen and how great of a track it is. Uh, most certainly is not going to uh, it's not going to it's not the Indy road course this weekend. It's not going to live up to it, but uh, it's good to be back. It was a good race. I uh, missed. I didn't get to watch a lick of it on TV because I was all over the country flying around. But I did get to listen to MRN, and they made it sound exciting. Missed, uh, missed Mike Bagley, though. Can't believe NBC poached him again. Yeah, the NBC broadcast is like, it's pretty good with the radio. Mike Bagley really adds a lot to the broadcast. And 
he's actually called a couple of Monday night races. So that's kind of cool to like have somebody like actually on TV, be able to commentate your races. But the, the radio style broadcast, it's good for radio, but I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't do it every week. It's, it's a lot of talking. I like the sound of like the cars. I don't know. It's just a lot of talking. It's just nonstop everywhere they go. There's words coming out, which I'm not a huge fan of. If I want to hear a radio style broadcast, I'll go listen to the MRN broadcast, which is phenomenal. But TV, it's so much different because you can see and you don't have to paint the picture in people's mind. Rather, you have to like describe the picture that they're seeing. So it's different. Mike Bagley's really good, but I think we could have gone without him. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I enjoy it. I think it's just because it's you can only do it one or two races out of the year. I think it makes it just a little more interesting. And on a bigger track, I feel like it can make sense. Um, you know, it's definitely exciting um, to have them positioned in different parts of the track covering it. But I could see it sometimes where you might think it isn't really necessary. I could definitely see that. But I think I just enjoyed it more because there were some different voices like Bagley and you know, but that being said, you know, like Josh said, you know, if you want a radio style broadcast, you're going to tune into MRN. Um, and, you know, usually that's if you're driving in the car or somewhere where you don't have access to a TV. So, I mean, in the end, I thought it was a well put together broadcast and it was fun. All right. So, like I said, I didn't get to see much of the race and it's hard to recollect what happened when you're not actually watching it just because radio it's, it's tough to kind of picture it, even though MRN does a good job of what they do. It's tough to remember certain events just because it all runs together on the radio. So I'll let y'all take it away. How'd y'all feel about the race or the race in general? I think the race was pretty good. All weekend long was uh, really good. Trucks put on a show. Xfinity always puts on a show. They're, they're so much fun to watch. And then Cup Cars, they, uh, they put on a show and Penske put on a show in the in the race that's a lot of putting on the shows but it's what happened uh brad kozlowski struggling with brake problems what spun out by himself three four times somewhere around there but uh it it was it was a fun race it was seeing chase elliott come from the back seeing christopher bell come from the back and almost take the lead chase elliott coming all the way from the back and almost taking the lead and almost winning the thing he's tracking down larson so much in those last couple laps but hendrick motorsports dominance is it's kind of slowed down, but I think it's about to go back up. You got a bunch of strong tracks for them. They're undefeated on road courses this season. I, I look at Michigan and think it's similar to Nashville in some aspects. So Incorrect. we might see it's very different, but it just, I don't know, the shape Incorrect. of it's weird. And I think it's a track that Kyle Larson's going to run really well at. So I think they could win there. And then Daytona is Chase Elliott almost won the Daytona 500. Bowman's run good there. Byron's won a duel there. And he won his first race there last year. So there's, Hendrick's dominance has a lot of – they can be extremely dominant throughout the playoffs, but I think we're uh, going to see it back here pretty soon. Do we have a fact check, Henry? I've got a fact check. Josh, you are fact fake check. news. Christopher <laughs> Bell won the Daytona road course, so Hendrick is not undefeated this year on road courses. Oh, he did. I forgot yeah. about that. Then that means NBC and like other places have like have been wrong about that this weekend. Because they've been talking about it, how Hendrick Motorsports is undefeated. Breaking news, Josh Slade is wrong. It doesn't happen often. (laughs) All right, back to what you're saying. It happens often enough to have a trial. (laughs) Did someone say trial? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't.
can't even. They I were, can't even put together a trial right now. I'm so tired. They <laughs> were advertising it and like talking about how Hendricks undefeated. I did not think about that. Huh? Wow. Yeah, I was wrong. I, Jay, is that subs, uh, suspension worthy? Uh, I think I'll let it slide. You know. All right. I think I'll let it slide for now, but you know, it's def- it's definitely points against his license. Watch yourself, Josh. Is oh, your I'm one watching. and only warning. Everybody gets one. Where Adam's already one? got his. Just yeah, for being Jay, Adam. Ad- Adam's got like fifteen. Adam's he's already on like probation. The, he's like on the charity case at this point. Like we just kinda we his his dad pays us to let him hang out on the podcast. So I don't want to get rid of him because I enjoy the income. Yeah. Jay well, How about how'd how'd you feel about the race? Race was good. I, I enjoyed it because there wasn't uh, it wasn't like a dominant. I feel like it was pretty much passing and action nonstop throughout the race. I mean, there were definitely dominant cars, but no one car dominated. And it was really interesting to see cars moving up through the field. I mean, guys like Bell, you know, were getting into each other with Larson, and he still managed to finish top 10. Chase Elliott had issues starting from the back, flat spotted tires, and then still was close you know i feel like a couple more laps he might actually challenge the for the lead um then you know other just action going out throughout the race so i felt like it was a really solid road course race like i said before watkins Glen is the ideal road course in my opinion i like it more than any other road course it races like a super speedway but you still turn right and i don't know it just is is really cool place i'd love to go there someday Okay, so what you're saying is we saw a low downforce, big engine race that produced storylines, cars that were hard to drive. Coincidence? I think not. We need the package back. That. That, that's what I Jay said. He said it put on a show, 750 Jay's, horsepower. Jay's fine. Come on. Jay, Jay has no qualms with the package. That's me. Uh, it, yeah. it put on a show. I think it's good for road courses and short tracks, but intermediates are the, the mile – ovals it's 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 laughable you want cars glued to racetracks and drivers I complaining about wrecking. how easy no Come I want at good, me, Tony there's, Stewart. there's good racing no. and there's wrecking i do have qualms with the package i do have qualms with this 750 low uh downforce because what i want is 900 horsepower and absolutely no splitter and no spoiler and you hate like the splitter. three inches off the ground i hate the splitter it is useless it it would make racing so much better if there was no splitter. Wouldn't worry about going through the grass. It would save all the teams so much money in wind tunnel testing and all that other bullcrap. Get rid of the darn thing. I just want my 90 NASCAR back. Dude, the ride heights at Bristol Dirt were amazing. I wish cup cars sat that high every week. They're beautiful, that, that race. And, like, the trucks, like, how high... What was it? It was who was having red height issues? I think it was uh it was Sam Mayer. He was in the uh he was in the truck race and his car or his truck was sitting up like really high. They were having just re- really weird ride height issues and that car looked good how like high it was up in the air. Like I'm with Jay, take the spoiler or splitter off. Less downforce produces better racing. Let's see what it can do. We saw it before. Jay, can, Jay, can you can you say ride height five times fast? Ride height, ride height, ride height, ride height, ride height. We need your license five? plate to uh, say no splitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, at, uh, at, that, 
at that point, I will I will listen to you on that one. You or know, if you get a tattoo, <laughs> tramp stamp. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a bunch of alcohol one night so that you're incoherent, and I'm gonna take you to a tattoo parlor and I'm gonna give you a splitter tramp stamp. It's just gonna be a tramp stamp of the splitter. It's gonna no. go across your entire lower back. When he's sober, yeah. he'll wake up and get one of like the red circles with a line going through it, and then he'll go and fix it. <laughs> so, no. So, uh, you know those tattoos that say "Do not resuscitate." I'm gonna get one of those that say "Do not tattoo." Where are you gonna put it? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere where it's visible, clearly visible. I don't know. Are you gonna Are you gonna get it tattooed on you? Yeah. Well, that just defeats the purpose of do not tattoo. Well, then it prevents further, you know, misjudgments. Well, I'll just use the argument that he was. It's a total joke. Because I mean, it's like a parody or a, a sarcastic tattoo. So you're done either way. I'm going to have them breathal. You know, it should honestly be a rule at tattoo parlors that they need to breathalyze you and make sure you're not, you know, under the influence before you go for this tattoo, you know? That is true. No, I didn't think about that. that how, how else would TLC get world's worst tattoos? Or how, how would they fill in their seasons? Yeah, because people Cause like a lot of their bring bad in drunk people. They just need to go tattoos. to Florida or a NASCAR race in general. There's yeah. some bad tattoos at NASCAR races. Yeah, I saw a good amount of bad tattoos at Talladega, and not surprisingly, I saw a lot at Disney as well. Those are some nasty tattoos. I heard you got a Mickey Mouse tattoo on like your uh, left shoulder. Like it's your a Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse tattoo with a uh, giant red X through it. I hate Disney so much. Lame. I hate it. No, it's it is it is easy like. Florida, great. Orlando, great. Disney makes me hate them both. I've been like once, it, and I'm I going in a couple so years. So, well, well, I'll I, like, give you I my opinion it, here in a couple I years. I enjoyed it when I was younger, but d- now, I, like, I, I enjoy amusement parks because I I like roller coasters and like thrills. But you go to Disney, and all you do is pay five hundred dollars for a uh, cheeseburger and fries. And then you wait an hour for each, or hour and a half to two hours for every single ride, which are laughable. I mean, half of them are like, it's like a, you're in a boat, and all you're doing is just riding, and you got animatronics singing to you. It's terrible. Yeah, I like roller coasters. It's a uh, like King's Dominions, like that's where oh, yeah. like we always went to. But there's there's so many rides there that it's like fun. And Bush Gardens, like I really like. There's a lot of good rides. But like yeah. the quality of their rides good, but the quantity of King's Dominion rides are really good. And you get the Intimidator, uh, so you get the whole like Dale Senior experience right there. That's like probably one of my favorite things there. But I don't know. I I remember I went once and we had we went to Space Mountain and there was a six hour wait for this line. So yeah, we went and got the card to like come back later and just like pass they don't everybody. Do those anymore. And so we went Space and Space Mountain that. is no more, right? Space no, Mountain is still, still there. And second of all, it's I remember it being so much cooler, but it's it's a it's a concussion at this point. But they don't do the fast pass anymore. What? Is at least they're not they weren't doing it when I went. And uh what you're saying about King's Dominion though, I'd much rather wait an hour and a half to two hours to be on a roller coaster that's actually like edge of your seat fun. 
but there's no way in hell I'm gonna wait two hours to ride a Peter Pan ride. Like the That's flight of terrible. fear. I used the lights. Uh, lines used to be awful for that, and now it's it's just such a fun ride. So I'd like wait a long time to get on that. Same with the Intimidator, and like there's just there's a bunch of good rides there. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, let's jump into playoffs. We got. Three uh, three races left until the playoffs begin. We've got Indianapolis Road Course this weekend, Michigan the following weekend, and we finish it off at Daytona, where all hell's going to break loose. We've got f- four open, sp- oh, no, three open spots: Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Tyler Reddick. Denny Hamlin is basically safe at this point. Uh, Kevin Harvick's ninety five points above the cut. Tyler Reddick's fifteen above the cut. Uh, Austin Dillon, 15 below, and then Chris Buescher, he's got a win at this point. So, out of the three drivers, you I'll say two because Denny Hamlin's pretty safe. So, out of the two drivers, do you see them both making in, make it into the playoffs as it stands right now, or do you think we're going to see two different people? I think the RCR spot is going to be either Tyler Reddick or Austin Dillon. And I think whoever of those two ends up making it is going to win at Michigan. I've said it earlier. I've heard a lot of talks about it. I think Michigan could be a track that Austin Dillon could succeed. And if the high line comes in, which I don't know if it will, because the package are running there, Tyler Reddick might be somebody to watch because just how good he is at running the wall. So I don't know. I think an RCR car can run really well there and end up putting their, uh, obviously putting themselves in the playoffs, but it's going to be, I don't know, that that spot between the RCR is going to be like a really fun battle to watch. And if Tyler Reddick has a really good Michigan, he's really good at road courses, he can propel himself into the playoffs. And I think that might be like all he needs is just a couple good runs, consistent runs, because Austin Dillon's just been like quite inconsistent this year. We could honestly see two brand new winners. We could see Bubba Wallace at Daytona. He's got unbelievable speed at the super speedways. And we could see Chase Briscoe pull a win off this weekend. That's what I was gonna say. Chase Briscoe. Like that would that would be that'd be pretty wild. And you know, if if RCR is actually really good at uh Michigan, we might see Denny Hamlin not make the playoffs. I mean, we have an we have an opportunity here to knock all three of them out. And I think it's possible, but I, I I'm I'm thinking two at most, two new winners. Yeah, um, I think we're definitely going to have at least one new winner, and it's going to come at, at Daytona. It's really a toss-up at that racetrack. There's definitely some guys racing uh, for for their season, really, uh, the same way William Byron was last year, and you saw what he did. And then I feel like there's also some guys who are going to be content to ride in the back of Daytona because – they're really going for the championship. They want to have a good points day. They don't want to get caught up in a wreck. So I feel like they're going to have a mix of guys um, from the back of the playoff field who are going to be ultra aggressive. And there's going to be guys who have multiple wins, who are going for the cup, uh, just playing it safe and having an average day, just trying to uh, notch some points. So uh, I think Daytona is going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. When you look at the Indianapolis road course, there's always the usual suspects, and I think they'll probably do well. I don't think we'll see a new winner there. Um, and then Michigan, you know, I really don't know. Uh, could we see Kevin Harvick finally get his first win? Or Denny Hamlin even? Um, you never know. Really, the one of the guys I'm looking at right now is Ross Chastain. I think um, Daytona could be a great opportunity for him to win there. 
And he's also done decent on the road courses too. So Indianapolis could be an opportunity for him to uh, either get a bunch of stage points or, you know, see if he can get the win there. But honestly, I think we'll see one winner, but I think Denny Hamlin and Kevin Hardrick are pretty safe. Yeah, I don't I don't know about Kevin Harvick because I think we I think we've got a real good opportunity to see two winners like I said. So, Denny Hamlin at this point, I'll go ahead and say he's safe, but Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick, they've got to they've got to play it smart, especially if they're not locked in by Daytona. It's going to be it's going to be a wild finish to the regular season, I'll tell you that. Uh all right, so I came up with the idea and I got chastised for it because apparently at the exact same time I came up with the idea uh, was it Brandon Brown tweeted about it? Yeah. Josh? Yeah, so Brandon Brown tweeted about a draft. But he, he, he said a lottery system, so it's kind of different. But I want to do a uh, a snake draft here. We're going to build a team of four drivers. And uh, you guys know how snake drafts work, correct? Unfortunately, so, with the absurd amount of fantasy football I play. Okay, good, good. All right, so four drivers, any all three series – we're picking one team, but you can you can pick any. Act. We'll go. Oh, we'll go current drivers, but you can pick from any of the top three series. Uh, to pick the starting order, though, uh, got to figure this one out. Um, whoever whoever guesses this question correctly or closest to this finishing position, they'll get to uh, pick where they 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 set the lineup basically. So. Uh, just to show that I'm not looking up beforehand, Jay, give me a year between 2000 and or 2005 and 2012. 2007. 2007. All right, Josh, give me a race. Let's go Chevy Rock and Roll 400. Okay. Uh, the driver is Tony Stewart. Five seconds. Closest gets to pick. What 16. track is this? Richmond. It's Richmond. Uh, 12th. I'm going to go 17th. All right. Oh, geez. Yeah, finished second. All right. So Jay is closest. Yeah, Jay, you. Uh, so you get to pick the. You get to pick where you want to draft, and then you get to pick the other two. So why don't we just go in the order that we were no. away? No, this is you go no, last. Jay, Jay, no, Jay gets to screw people over. Okay. Um. But bear in mind, this is snake draft. Josh first, me second, Henry third. I'll take it. All right. First pick. With the first pick in the Behind the Wall Media fantasy NASCAR draft, I'm going to go Kyle Larson. Yeah, that was, he was my number one pick. Daggone. That's not bad. Pretty basic. All right. Um, oh, thank you, Henry. Yeah. Um, with the second pick in the NASCAR draft – I am going to go with Denny Hamlin. Mm. All right, attaboy. That leaves me my pick. The third pick in the NASCAR behind the wall draft, Henry Hobbs is selecting Chase Elliott. Okay. I'm surprised he stayed that. I'm surprised you didn't grab him, Jay. That, uh, you see, I was I'm on the fence pick. because I'm not really sure if I should approach this as a right now type deal or kind of build the future. I don't really know. All right. Well, I, I'm I'm waiting for the music. Are we doing this every pick? Oh yeah. Oh, let's do it. 
with the fourth pick in the behind nope, the wall. Snake draft. That's me. <laughs> oh, it is idiot. you. <laughs> Get I was not wrecked. Thinking. Come on. Who, who Dang, I don't pick? like this. Fantasy football nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I asked you if you knew how to sna- how a snake draft works. I was not thinking. You're right, you're a clown. All right. Now pick. I forgot my pick. Give me a second. All right, with the fourth pick of the NASCAR behind the wall draft, I still don't have a draft pick. Uh I'm gonna go Martin Truex Jr. He must be really going for the now. He don't got many years left on him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't decide. Either him or Logano. Oh, dang it. Now I realize who I wanted to pick. All right, Jay, go ahead and take him. Uh, <laughs> with the sixth pick, that's fifth Pittsburgh. pick. Fifth? Oh shoot! Yeah. Uh, fifth pick Please. in the NASCAR draft. I will go with Kyle Busch. No, that's oh. <laughs> literally. I literally said Martin Truex Jr. and I was like, "Wait a second, I want a Kyle Busch." <laughs> Jay's going with the whole JGR lineup here. Yeah, seriously. With the sixth pick in the Behind the Wall Media NASCAR draft, if you've listened to the podcast, you know I'm a very high on him. I'm going to go Tyler Reddick. Ooh. It's not a bad pick. Interesting. Dude is a wheel man. He's good at All right. With the seventh pick in the Behind the Wall Media NASCAR draft, I'm going to go William Byron. Mm, not bad. Mm. That's what that I was, was going to go with. This lineup's going to be good in the future. Okay. All right. Shoot, I lost count again. <laughs> um, with, Seven with or eight? Eight. eight? Okay. With the eighth pick in the NASCAR draft, I will go with, you know what, I might as well keep it going, Chris Bell. Oh, let's go. You didn't take my guy. We are dirt heavy. <laughs> with the ninth pack. Jeez, ah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> with the ninth pick in the NASCAR, behind the wall draft, Henry Hobbs selects young gun Ty Gibbs. You trashed me earlier when I said Ty Gibbs. I had, would be to, a good I had pick. to keep him for a late round pick. I had to. <laughs> All right. Ty Gibbs off the board. Rounding out my team of four Giants. I'm going to go with number two next year in Cup Series, Austin Sendrick. Got to get some young pick. blood in the mix. Yeah. It's, Get wrecked, dude. Dang, Snake draft. You stole two of mine. Mm. Final pick. With, with my final pick, I will be going with Joey Logano. Not bad. With the 12th and final pick in the Behind the Wall Media NASCAR draft. I'm going to go... It's NASCAR behind the wall media. Try it again. <laughs> With the behind the NASCAR final pick of the draft. Out. <laughs> <laughs> With my, the 12th and final pick in the NASCAR behind the wall draft. 
Maybe. I'm going to go with, now you made me forget my pick, Harrison Burton. Oh. All right. So, Josh, Josh, give us your team. So, we got Young Money Larson, Tyler Reddick, William Byron, and Harrison Burton. Pretty All right. Okay. Not bad, not bad. A good mix of uh, of uh, youth there. Definitely a good, uh, good dynasty. But, uh, you know, you can't, you can't go wrong with the veterans. And, you know, Joe Gibbs Racing, you know, I just want to model right after them. So I stole three of their drivers, all except for uh, Truex. And then I also added uh, Joey Logano, who's, you know, no spring chicken, but, you know, he's still, uh, he's still spring under. Spring chicken? I said no spring chicken. I never heard of that before. Never heard of that term? Well, I just learned yeah. you something. I prefer uh, orange chicken. Orange chicken's good. Um, yeah, Logano's, I don't think he's 30 yet. So, you know, he's uh, still got it. And then you got Chris Bell, good good young guy coming up, and two good veterans. Logano's right. a former Gibbs guy, too. So you, you really is. went heavy with JGR. It so is. Papa like, Joe. Right, I had Chase Elliott, champion. Martin Trix Jr., champion. Ty Gibbs, future champion. Austin Sendrick, Xfinity Series champion. I'm just I've, I just built a team of champions. No big deal. It's a good pick. All right, uh, let's do another round. Uh, manufacturer, Josh. Uh, with the first pick in the behind the NASCAR NASCAR behind the wall draft, my manufacturer pick is Chevrolet. Been in the sport mm. for quite a long time. Dominant this year. Going to win the manufacturer title with Kyle Larson. So. It's hard not to go with them. They won the last year's championship, and they won it in trucks. So, can't go wrong with good old Chevy racing. For my manufacturer pick, you know it only makes sense to go Toyota. TRD focuses and invests so much money in NASCAR. They're the ones to go with. You're so far stuck up JGR's tail, it ain't funny. It's like you work for them. Quiet on the set, please. Uh, with the final pick of the manufacturer's draft. You know, I didn't set any guidelines beforehand, so I don't know why y'all just went with NASCAR, but uh, can y'all say vroom vroom for me? Vroom vroom. It's like I'm in my mom's car. That Mazda? In my mom's car. Volkswagen. Vroom vroom. Uh, no, I'm going with Ferrari. Ferrari? Yeah. So you guys are you guys are done. Chevy, Toyota versus Ferraris. With champions? Yeah. What, what, Toyota ain't got nothing to match up. And then Chevy, what, fastest thing they got the Corvette. So Corvette beats yeah. Ferrari sometimes in, a, in IMSA. So who knows? All right. And we got to wrap it around because it is a snake draft. So team owner, any famous person with a lot of money. With the final, final pick in this draft for Team Henry Hobbs, owner is Elon Musk. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, someone has to fund the Ferrari team. It's so expensive. <laughs> As the owner of the newly formed uh, under new management Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, the new team owner is Kanye West, and the team will be located in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. 
I, <laughs> I tried so hard not to laugh. <laughs> oh, we gotta move on. <laughs> With the final pick in the <laughs> <laughs> We gotta keep this rolling. And the final pick (laughs) of the NASCAR behind the wall draft, my team owner is going to be Mark Zuckerberg. Smoking meats. Smoking meats. (laughs) How do you pick the most? Okay, so Jay and I went with two (laughs) titans of industry who have a lot of personality, and you went with a guy who is basically a, a, a. the brick. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> He's got no personality. Hear He's me an out. off-world so- being. Somebody beat yeah. you. Somebody says anything disrespectful about you, eliminated. They're gone. Th- y'all are going to be the only cars left on track by the end of this thing. He's are got you, all the power in the world you, to just cancel everybody. Did you pick Zuckerberg or Hillary Clinton? <laughs> I picked Zuckerberg, but they're pretty similar. Yeah, that was, okay. That was not a, not a good one. All right. Josh, you gotta you gotta create a graphic so that the fans can choose who has the best team. Uh, that was uh, whew. where's your, your team uh, located, your... Henry? Yeah, I was about to. Hmm. Um, I'll uh, let's see here. Oh wait, that's not even the right song, cause uh, this is like news. It's like a news conference. There we go. Breaking news. Team Elon Hobbs. We're located on the freaking moon. Nice. Yep. To the moon. All right. Try to beat that, Zuck. Fox News alert. NASCAR team. Zuckerberg. Zuck racing. <laughs> Zuck, sport. <laughs> Zuck, Zuck sport racing will be located in Jupiter, Florida. What Jupiter? I don't know. It's kind of like the moon, but on Earth. <laughs> it's like a different planet. So what? I don't so know. There's hella money down got, there. We got Zucksport. <laughs> Zucksport and uh, Jupiter. Zucksport. Jay, what's your team name? Um, I, I don't know. I guess uh, watch the throne racing. That's pretty good. It's intimidating. I'm going to go yeah. with Hob Musk. Hob Musk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, talk a little about talk a little bit about Indianapolis Road Course. Uh, we got to do it quick because I may throw up just thinking about it. Uh, Josh, let's start with you. How are you feeling? Are you excited for this weekend? Uh, excited would be an understatement. I'm uh, I'm pumped for it to be over. I don't I think I don't think it's going to be a good race. We've talked about it to. Uh, like earlier in the week or earlier today that like if you go to the brickyard you can't call it the brickyard it's like the verizon 200 at the brickyard you're not racing at the brickyard you're racing at a road course inside of indianapolis if you want to race at the brickyard you got to go race the oval and i know the racing wasn't always the best there but at the end of the day it's indianapolis so you can't you can't not race there and i, I it's just another road course we talked about it last season when they announced the schedule it's too many road courses and I'm just tired of them. It feels like we've just had a bunch, and the summer months are always filled with road courses, especially in the Xfinity Series. So, wish we could steer away from that. So, I'm not looking forward to it. Like you said, we could see a surprise winner. Tyler Reddick, a Chase Briscoe won there last year in an awesome race. I think 
Austin Sendrick's going to be in there too. AJ Allmendinger's probably going to be there. So we could see a lot of those guys using experience on Saturday, carrying it over into Sunday and being really competitive because there is qualifying and practice for this race. So Sendrick could come out and qualify good because he's got the whole race on Saturday, practice for all that, practice for cup, qualifying for cup. It could be an Xfinity-dominated weekend. Yeah, you know, I I kind of feel what you're saying, Josh, and I think I have to agree. If you're not going to run the Roval, don't run Indy at all. Uh, or, excuse me, the Oval. What did I say, Roval? Um, don't run Indy at all if you're not going to run the Oval. And especially don't call it the Brickyard for or anything like that because it's not the Brickyard. Um, we'll see about how, how the road course races. I never really watched the Xfinity Series run there. Um, although I do know they did have an interesting interesting finish there it was either last year or a couple years ago. But uh, I hate to say it, I'm not really looking forward to this race that much, so hopefully I'm pleasantly surprised. But, uh, you know, I kind of agree with Josh. Too many, too many road courses. I just feel like they're kind of shoving them down our throat. There were some I enjoyed this year. Road America was a good one. But, you know, some of these other ones just, I don't know. I just feel like when you – do too many of them, they become less special. And uh, I want to keep the good ones. I want to keep Watkins Glen, obviously. You know, I want to give uh, Circuit of the Americas another chance. It wasn't their fault that it was, you know, super rainy. But, you know, there's – I just feel like some we could go with that, like the Daytona Road Course and Indianapolis. You know, we'll just have to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too excited for it this weekend. I do think that it's going to be one of the lower-rated – uh, NASCAR races of the season. I th- agree with both of you guys. Too many road courses. Uh, you know, NASCAR fans were saying, hey, let's get more road courses, more short tracks. And I said, I, we got y'all with uh, endless amounts of road courses. So, you know, hopefully we'll get back to more short, short tracks here in the future. Don't know where they're going to do it. But hopefully they even it out because, I mean, it's road courses used to be fun, used to be unique, but now it's just like a – now it's like the mile and a half. So like they're just there every other week. So I'm not really looking forward to it. Hopefully it's a decent race, but then again, it's Indy. So not really too hype about it. They need to go to Lucas Oil, please. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. So honestly, I think I'd rather have, have them on the oval than the, than the road course. But then again, I just hate Indianapolis with a passion when it comes to racing NASCAR there. Like it's just not a good track for them. Uh, so hopefully I'm wrong. I'd love to see a good race just being the NASCAR fan that I am. So we'll have to wait and see. Let's go ahead and jump into dark horses and race winners. Uh, hot takes are getting too hard to do. We've basically covered the spectrum. So we're uh, now that we get to the end of the season, we're going to talk about who we think is going to win the race and who is the dark horse that could also win the race. So, uh, Jay, let's start with you. Who you got this weekend at the uh, Indianapolis road course. So I think for my winners, um, you know, there's the obvious choices. Uh, I could go with Chase Elliott. I could go with Larson. I could go with Truex, um, you know, Kyle Busch. I think those are all some good solid picks, but uh, for my winner, I think I'm going to go with Kurt Busch. He's really proven over the years, and especially recently, to be a really confident road course racer. And I just feel like this road course is going to be different. Um, not a lot of elevation changes. It's all very flat, uh, very technical. And I really think that Kurt Busch is just going to have a 
a really good showing. And uh, I don't know why. It's just one of those feelings. That I, I, I can't really explain it. So I'm going to go with Kurt Busch as my, as my winner this week. And a dark horse to look out for for me is going to be his teammate, Ross Chastain. I think they're both um, – Really, you know, they started the season off a little shaky, but I really feel like they're finding their gear right now. Uh, they've worked really good together as teammates, and uh, it's going to be a shame that they're not going to be uh, back next year, but I think they're going to definitely try to finish this season out with a bang. And I'm looking forward to seeing both of them race this weekend and the next couple weeks. Yeah, my pick's going to be uh, Kurt Busch's brother, Kyle Busch. I think he's got a really good shot at winning this weekend. Like you said, really technical track going to take the best in the business to do it Kyle Busch I think can get it done but then looking at dark horses there's a lot of good guys that can come in there I could say Chase Briscoe Austin Kendrick AJ Allmendinger but I don't think they're dark horses when it comes to road courses so I don't know Ross Chastain's a really good one but I'm gonna say William Byron he's kind of always been there on road courses never been too flashy but I think he has a, a good opportunity to get it done this weekend not bad. Thanks for not taking my pick. Race winner this weekend, Chase Elliott. I think he's going to get it done. Road course ringer. Speaking of ringers, dark horse, A.J. Allmendinger. How about that rhyme for y'all? It's pretty cool. Neat. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I like, obviously, Chase Elliott. It's hard to not pick him when they end up at road courses. Uh, if he didn't start at the back this past weekend, I think he probably would have ended up winning it, uh, along with his uh, mishaps on pit road. Uh, A.J. Allmendinger, always a good choice. He ran well last year in the Xfinity Series at the Indianapolis Road Course, so wouldn't surprise me if he could get it done. Uh, both of them could definitely be race winners. only reason I'm picking Allmendinger as my dark horse is because, once again, uh, for the final time, or I guess not final time, but for the last year, uh, they've been a uh, part-time team. So part-time car, I consider them to be – dark horses so that's that's there's my pick right there but now i hope you all enjoy this weekend's racing action make sure you go vote for my team on twitter when we post those results or the uh the team lineup along with owners and locations uh but yeah once again thanks for joining us this week we'll see you soon <laughs>